Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Okay, today we're going to talk about something that I've been so excited to talk to you guys about, which is this mindset shift of curiosity. It's like a curiosity mindset, this concept I've been playing with because I'm somebody who used to honestly really suffer from being a really deeply controlling person. And adopting a mindset of curiosity not only will make you happier, more at peace, more present, but it's also going to improve your relationships, make you less judgmental and reactive, and just help you embrace life's ups and downs. Okay, so really quick, I'm going to make this super brief for before we dive in, but here are the ways you can work with me right now if you've been like super resonating with my message and you want to hang with me in person or join one of my things. So the Stillness in Spring Retreat is coming up at the end of March. There are still spots available. Um, it's going to be amazing. This is our second annual event of this type. It's in, um, Oakland, Maryland. So it's near like Deep Creek Lake and yeah, it's going to be amazing. So go ahead and everything I share is going to be in the show notes. So go check it out there. You can read all about it. Okay. The second thing is permission to publish. This is my book writing mastermind. So if you have been dying to write your book, you can feel it inside of you. You've been trying to figure it out. You don't know how to self-publish and and promote yourself and, and want to learn how to get your book out into the world. This is for you. Last but not least, the Dear Me, Your Awesome journal is now available for purchase on Amazon. It is pretty freaking amazing. So I know like this is a self-love guided journal and self-love is one of those terms that can feel a little fluffy, especially those of us who are like deep in the spiritual work, right? But I promise you there's a lot of depth to this. We're really diving into figuring out like where we've been holding ourselves, like what, what are the conditions we've been placing on our worth and how we can clear those to love ourselves unconditionally. So check that out. Link for all of these in the show notes. Let's dive in. Okay, so I used to literally suffer from a need to control everyone and everything in my life. Of course, at the time, I didn't realize it. You know, I was I was having a lot of anxiety and was stressed out all the time, but I didn't know, right? I was unconscious to the fact that I was so controlling. I just didn't realize it. And so what that looked like was a lot of like not... <sighs> I don't want to say fighting, but in my marriage, my husband, Alex, got the brunt of my controllingness. I wanted to control everything he did. I wanted to control everything about our lives. And I can't really think of too many specific examples right now from back then, but one even recently. So my husband, Alex, just started going to the gym and he's like on this fitness journey and he's learning and he's like taking different protein supplements and whatever. And I noticed myself wanting to control his journey and wanting to tell him, don't take that supplement. Don't drink that, do this. And I was like saying things like that. And I, I realized, aha, here I am being controlling. Here it is. 
why don't I instead lean back, embrace the curiosity mindset, and allow him to experience his own journey? The way that he's allowed me to experience my own journey through spirituality, through entrepreneurship, through my own health and and wellness and fitness. I do not need to control him. He is fully capable of figuring this out on his own. Also, this is an element of being controlling. I am not always right. But back before I had the awareness around this, I felt like I was right about everything. And I had this need to prove that I was right and that others were wrong. And it was like a a satisfaction I would get if I could prove someone wrong. And that's like not the vibe, you guys. It doesn't feel good. Now, obviously, most people are living lives that way, right? I mean, look at politics. People are so consumed with their own rightness that no matter what evidence is presented, we we tend to just feel so convicted that we're right. And coupled with this need to prove others wrong or this need to assert our opinion when it isn't even asked for or this need to, yeah, just constantly like think about or talk about how we're right and the other people are wrong. It's really consuming. It's really negative and it's really consuming and it's kind of destroying the country of America, if you want my honest opinion. But um, yeah, I used to really, really get into all of that myself. And um, a lot changed when I started to embrace this curiosity mindset. I didn't call it that at the time. What really happened for me was learning the art of surrender. And I've talked about that a lot on the podcast, learning to surrender to life, learning to let life be what it is, learning to lean back and say, huh, okay, this thing didn't go my way. That's just the reality of it. You know, instead of, instead of getting angry with this shouldn't have happened, it's not fair. I, you know, why would this happen to me? The whole victim mindset with things practicing surrendering to life. That's really how I learned to let go of like the controlling aspect of myself and at least become aware when it, when it peeps back up. And it really, it really did change everything for me. And lately I've been thinking of it going even deeper into it with this curiosity mindset. It's like allowing life to be and being curious about the outcome, being curious about that person's beliefs that are different than yours. Huh. That's interesting that you feel that way, right? Is what you might think. You don't have to say that out loud, but rather than holy shit, you're wrong. Fuck you. (laughs) I can't believe you think that. Um, It's, it's like allowing the journey to unfold and being curious about what will come curious about the outcome of your, maybe you're applying for jobs and you really want a new job, but you're saying, you know what, I'm going to surrender to this. I'm not going to obsess over it. I'm going to take the actions, but let me have some surrender here. Let's some curiosity here. I wonder who will call me first for a job interview. I wonder what will come of this whole experience. I'm curious about what new opportunities I'm going to find today on my job search, right? Instead of oh, there's no jobs, nothing pays enough. I'm never going to find another job. This, I'm spending so much time doing this, right? If you're on an entrepreneurial journey, 
with all the ups and downs and the roller coaster, it's like, huh, I wonder what will happen from this launch. I wonder what will happen if I tweak this thing in my business instead of, <laughs> you know, I could go on and on, but like being so distraught when things don't go exactly your way and being so distraught when the flop, the launch flops or when the engagement dips or when Instagram's algorithm is out of your control, embracing curiosity, it makes life fun. It brings back the fun and the play element to life. And that's really important because obviously we're here to enjoy the fucking journey. We're here to have fun. We're here to play. We're here to observe life and not get so caught up in all the mind stuff and all the overthinking and all the obsessing. But when we're obsessing, when we want this thing to happen so badly and it has to happen at the exact time we want it to, we create resistance. We create resistance energetically between us and what we are desiring when we're obsessing, when we're clinging to it. It's not a trusting energy, you guys. Part of the manifestation process, the co-creation process, a huge part of it is trust. Trust that you'll be led to that right opportunity for that new job. Trust that if you go on this date with this guy who maybe doesn't seem like the perfect 10 on his dating profile, trust that maybe this will unfold the way it's meant to and you'll learn something and be curious. I wonder what will come of this. He doesn't have to be Prince Charming. I'm just curious what will happen. We release resistance, which feels like your shoulders dropping down. <sighs> feels like a sigh of relief when we let go of resistance. And energetically, we then become open to receive what's meant for us. To receive the fruit of our labor when we let go of that clingy, obsessive need to control life, to control the exact timing of the experience and the exact way things show up. It also allows us to step into the state of flow. And that's gonna boost our creativity, our inspiration. Like we create magic from the state of flow whether that's art, whether that's you writing your book, whether that's you being inspired to make a change at your job or in your career or with the way you parent, flow. So how do we, how do we make this shift? With everything, I always say the first step is really awareness because until you become self-aware to notice when, when and how you're being controlling, it's really difficult to then make a shift, right? <clears throat> so awareness is the start. So you being grounded is the start. That means you starting your day, maybe with a five minute meditation, getting yourself into that grounded state, boosting your awareness. Maybe you start to use your time in the shower a little differently. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you're being really intentional in the shower with like sensual feeling the water on your skin feeling the tingle of the razor when you're shaving your legs, really being in your body instead of being in your mind, that's self-awareness building. So then when the thoughts start to come in that are obsessive, that are controlling, you're more easily able to observe your thoughts and, and observe when your emotional state changes too. 
because typically when we come, become very obsessive, when we become very controlling about things, it comes with anxiety or a shift in our emotions that doesn't feel good. So we can notice when does that shift happen and what are we thinking about in that moment? So if we get ourselves grounded, if we have our little morning routine, if we're playing in the present moment, we feel good, right? And then when our, when our emotions start to shift, we say, huh, now I'm not feeling so good. What's going on here? Oh, I'm, I keep worrying about X, Y, Z. I keep obsessing over when I'll get this new job. I can't stop thinking about whatever it is. Worry, anxiety, fear, stress. Even an excited obsessiveness can create some resistance. If it comes with, I need this to happen right now. <laughs> this has to happen right away, right? So we start to notice when our energy shifts and we can say, okay, now I'm here observing all of this and I'm willing to let this go. I'm willing to lean back and I'm willing to become curious about this journey. I'm willing to become curious about what's going to happen here. And we just practice that. We practice that. We practice that. And then it becomes your normal pattern. It becomes your normal pattern to fucking love life, to enjoy the journey, the ups and downs. So I also recommend if, if this is something that really stands out to you, maybe you're realizing like, shit, I really do have some controlling tendencies. I really do want to control everything my spouse like eats and drinks and does with his friends and his own time and how he participates in life and what career he has. You know, that's just an example of where it might show up. Maybe it shows up for you in parenting. Maybe it shows up for you with but with politics and the way people believe different things, um, with your own diet, maybe in the way that you are, are treating your body and your health, maybe it's showing up there as like a, an obsessive need for control, but maybe you're saying, okay, this is something that's like really resonating with me. Maybe make this like a focus. So right now I'm recording this. It's like the 16th of December. And like, I'm someone who like loves to do things in the fresh, like day of a new month. But I also, I love to have like a word of the month. I feel like curiosity would be a great word of the month um, or even just an intention for, for now. Like maybe whatever, it doesn't matter when you're listening to this, you can maybe say your intention and you could do that by like putting a sticky note in your bathroom mirror that says like, what am I curious about today? Or something like that, just to remind yourself, ah, curiosity, that feels really good. That feels way better than needing to control everything. And it's a reminder, lean back, <sighs> take a sigh of relief, let go. Something I often do with things like this is um, I run my whole, well, like I run my business as, as my job. I probably would do the same thing if I was like in a corporate job though and like ran my Google calendar with like my to-do list. Like each day I have like a little little um, appointment on my calendar called tasks. And that's where I put like my to-do list for that day. And so I might plug in like curiosity, just like two days a week to have it pop up in my calendar as a reminder. Ah, curiosity. Let's, let's shift our frequency to that a little bit more today and just see what happens. You can make it the background on your phone. Something to keep this at the top, the top of your mind, though, if this is resonating with you, because how often do we listen to a podcast and learn something or read it in a book, but we don't actually apply it or stick with it. 
So if this is something that you believe will change your life because you are experiencing that control, make this your intention. Maybe going into the new year, you're like, this is my intention is curiosity. You know, um, yeah, maybe ask a friend to listen to this episode, share it with them and say, do you want to like hold to their accountable to this? And just kind of remind each other, hey, what are you curious about right now? I just think this is so powerful and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So if this really resonates with you, feel free to shoot me a message. I'm on Instagram at It's Leah Party. I love chatting with you guys. So don't ever be afraid to reach out. You can take a screenshot of this, share it on your Instagram story, tag me, um, send it to a friend that you think might benefit from it. And yeah, and hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any more episodes of the podcast. Okay, I love you guys so much and I'll see you next week.